I was not interested in real estate investment investing before I I was introduced to Pollock. And the reason why is I just it wasn't even on my trajectory. I didn't think it was possible. It seemed something outside of my ability to do or something that was just too big for me to try to figure out. So I wasn't even looking um, at real estate investing at the time. But after listening to her story, I think there's a quality of how she brings it. Um, she just brings it down to earth and she's really good at articulating the complexity of it into a systematic way that you can learn it and actually make movement forward. Hey, this is Pollock, and what you're about to hear is a very special episode with one of the investors from our Portfolio Mastery Program. We call these Sensei Sessions. These interviews are designed to give you a perspective about what you can achieve with the right strategies and execution. I hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to check out the show notes for a link to speak with one of our senior advisors who can help you reach your investment goals. Welcome everyone to this session and we're answering today, how does the Burr strategy change lives? It's another Sensei session and I'm thrilled to be here. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan. And I'm joined today by Rosanna Graves, who can share with us the Burr strategy in a different perspective and how she is using it to grow her portfolio. Rosanna, thank you so much for joining us today. It's so good to talk with you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So let's get the, the basics covered. Where do you live? What do you do? And how did you get introduced to Needy and Pollock's world? I, um, I live in Colorado, so just outside of the Denver area, love it here. And I was introduced to Pollock and Nitty actually through, through what I do. I'm, I'm in sales. I, I do uh, sales for online consultants and coaches. And so I happen to be connected with them because of that. But honestly, it was through her, one of her very first podcasts that I was sold into who she was as an individual and certainly into um, the, the Burr strategy. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I feel the same way. Uh, it's <laughs> hearing her on a podcast and you hear the passion and her story and it's, uh, yeah, it's mesmerizing in a sense. Right. And so were you into real estate at all? Were you into, into real estate investing? What was it? Was it her story that you're like, is that something I'm interested in? Like where, where would the, the, where did the real estate part come in for you? You know, for me, I think the shift was literally, I, I was not interested in real estate investment investing before I, I was introduced to Pollock. And the reason why is I just, it wasn't even on my trajectory. I didn't think it was possible. It seemed something outside of my ability to do or something that was just too big for me to try to figure out. So I wasn't even looking um, at real estate investing at the time. But after listening to her story, I think there's a quality of how she brings it. Um, she just brings it down to earth and she's really good at articulating the complexity of it into a systematic way that you can learn it and actually make movement forward. And so it, it, it seemed actually um, doable. I think that's what it was, was clear to me that it is doable, that it can be done. You just need a good strategy to be able to move forward. So. I think that doable thing is a key right here. As you're joining us for our Sensei sessions, we're talking with portfolio pro program graduates about how they've taken what they've learned in the program to 
to grow their portfolio, for, for you maybe to start a portfolio, to kind of maybe see how you can take it into the future. And so you're kind of in a different position. You actually worked on the portfolio program. <laughs> Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. So I used to do the enrollment conversations. So people who are interested in the program, it was my job to try to convey uh, more about that and really determine good fits and make sure that that people that were moving forward were were um, good for the program and that the program was good for them. So I didn't actually participate in the program. I sort of audited it just by default, um, listening to the calls and listening to the training material and just decided to take my own action kind of alongside everyone that was in the program. So, I mean, it, it's, I think you get a greater benefit from actually being in the program and being able to be held accountable and in that community atmosphere. But I drew as much as I could from that just by auditing it, so. Well, I think that's such an interesting perspective. I think you can share with us the thought that she has put into the program and that even though you, you had a different experience, you became a real estate investor somehow. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you kind of the same things that I ask people who join us here on this session. And what would you say would be your main takeaway from what you learned? And I, you know, I know it's a, it's a different, it's a, it's different because you, you, you weren't um, held accountable in the same way, but you have a takeaway too. So what would your main takeaway be? Yeah, I think, um, you know, once people have made that decision to get into real estate investing, then it's narrowing down what strategy they're going to use. And then generally when you've decided on the birth strategy, you love the repetitive nature of the birth strategy and the ability to, to uh, you know, force value and be able to return your money over and over. And then there's, there is a, a right way to do that. And there's really easy mistakes that you can make trying to do that. So what my biggest takeaway from the, the training material and the calls that I just listened to was that all you need is really good guidance. And I think the guidance allows you to really cut out all the extra noise that you hear in the real estate world that you could completely consume hours on end, day by day, reading books and articles and podcasts. And it really allows you to kind of shut that out and finally focus on a really clean, clear strategy that works and have very clear parameters, like almost a focus power that allows you to actually then say, okay, now I know exactly what I'm looking for, the steps I'm supposed to take. And it, it's much easier at that point to take that jump, to take that risk that inevitably you will always be that leap of faith in a sense that you're going to take on your very first first property. It's always the most antagonizing. So if you can get that first one under your belt, it really becomes an open door at that point to this just completely continuing to get better and better at real estate investing. Would you be willing to share numbers? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but would you be willing to share the Burr deal that you were able to get as a result of learning what you did in the program? Yeah, I'll, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, so I'm just going to give you like some generalization. I'm I was in, I'm investing in the Oklahoma area, and I happened to find a good deal with a wholesaler. Um, really loved the property. It didn't need a ton of work, but was just in that perfect zone. They called it the Goldilocks zone. Um, 
it was nerve wracking to make an offer and move forward. It kind of felt very, it happened very quickly. And you're kind of just hoping that it's all going to work out. Um, I'm just finishing up rehab now. And I suspect that I'm going to ARB well over what I had originally expected. So I'll be pulling out all my own money uh, that I invested in the first place and probably making some. And I just suspect it's going to be a fantastic rental over time. So super happy with the first deal. And now I'm just kind of, I'm waiting for my contractor to clear his plate and he's going to be working for me primarily. So that's, that's the next step is getting, getting some more properties so he can rehab them. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, for you. someone who wasn't, you know, ready to like buy a property, which I know a lot of people are who are joining this program. I'm really proud of you. Uh, <laughs> That's really amazing. I don't think I would have, I would not have done it. I would not have done it or, or really known how to do it properly if I hadn't been, uh, if I hadn't gotten a Pollock's guidance. So the Open Spaces Portfolio Program, I owe all the gratitude to really. So let's talk about how, how did the program help you? What were some of the things that you took from from the program that again you were you were working like you were doing um, tasks to to grow the program with Pollock and and you're like I was using this term earlier like through osmosis you're like hearing okay this is what I need to do here's how I do it what are some of the things that helped you from the program to get your own property in another state you know, it's a little bit of all of it. I, I can't say that there's just like one thing that was the biggest takeaway. I think what pe what most people need, to be honest, is a systemized plan and guidance and education. Someone who's actually put together, uh, you know, specific things that are really going to actually move you forward. And when you start to take those baby step forward, baby steps forward, all of a sudden you have a property in hand. It just happens when you actually take the steps, but to start on your own is very challenging. And I'm one of those people who is very conscious of my finances, meaning, you know, I am, I don't like to spend a lot. I like to save. I, I don't really have that sort of risk-taking muscle that you need to be able to do this type of work. And so it was definitely for me, um, allowed me to calm the anxiety because I had to trust that the system works and the numbers work. And when the numbers work, they just work, especially if you do your due diligence to make sure that your deal analysis is on point. And um, prior to this, I would have had zero idea what to look for. And I think my biggest takeaway, to be honest, is that now that I'm in this real estate investing world and you realize there's other investors out there that you're competing with, that I have seen over and over other investors make the biggest mistakes with their choices. Like I just look at their deals. I look at what they're offering. I watch what they sell for. And I I suspect there's a lot of people out there that haven't gotten proper mentorship or training that are making a lot of mistakes with real estate investing, like most people would if they don't really know what they're doing, because it's it's a skill set. There's a science to it while you're perfecting the art of it. And so I think it's the most eye-opening thing is that I look at all these people investing and I'm like, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> So I, I, it's nice to be able to sit back and say, you know what, I'm going to let these deals go because they're not good ones. And to know what that looks like and then focus on the ones that are good. I think a lot of people in our Zoom room right now, so for those of you who are in the Facebook group, 
you are welcome to join us in the Zoom room and then you can ask Rosanna your own questions. But I think that resonated with what you said. It's not like, uh, where, how do I, you said it so well, so I'm not going to repeat it, but it's like, there's a little bit of anxiety. It's a little bit, we're, we're risk averse. And <laughs> to have a clear path and a plan, it's pretty awesome. So congratulations once again. So yeah. are you going to continue? Do you think you're going to grow the portfolio or are you going to wait and see what happens with this particular property? Oh, no, I'm definitely growing the portfolio. Oh, tell yeah. us, tell just- us more. Hi, I have I have a second property that was a rent ready property that that I own as well. So two, and I I you know that was my very first. So as most people do, they kind of step in that without the rehab because it's easier and and a little bit less challenging. But now that I know exactly what I'm looking for, I've honed into the right neighborhood. I'm just literally just waiting for my contractor who's clearing his schedule so that he can work for me. And so I hopefully. Uh, as soon as that happens, which should be in the next few months, I'm going to be fully on board to really searching for those those properties and continuing to grow my portfolio. Um, yeah, I I I drank the Kool Aid. Let's I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you did. I know uh, some of the questions we get is related to relationships. How did you find this contractor who you clearly adore? Right, <laughs> you're gonna you're waiting yes. for him and you're gonna use this contractor again. How did you find the right relationships out of state? to make these investments? Yeah, so uh, I actually knew him previously, so I kind of lucked out, but I do think that doing your due diligence to get a good contractor would be you know, one of the most important things that you can do. And, and it doesn't mean that you're gonna always have that contractor, you might shift to new ones, but once you do find a good one, you know, the goal is to keep them, the goal is to keep them happy. And when you know what you're doing and you've got a clear vision of, of what needs to be done, it really allows them to do their work effectively and efficiently. So if they, they're, you know, if you were, you have this really healthy working relationship, then they're going to want to keep working for you. And it's, it's a win-win for both individuals in the process. So I, he, he used to build homes and have clients and do rehab. And now he wants to, he wants to walk away from trying to satisfy customers to just really being able to flip and turn kind of a more templated model. And so that's, that's where I'm at. But I, I think time spent to really find a good contractor as well, worth the effort that you'll be making. So that's great. And you'll help him with that, right? <laughs> You're going to help him do what he wants as long as he helps you with what you yes. want. I want to shift a little bit. And because you have different knowledge than our other portfolio program grads in that, you know, what is happening behind the scenes, how, how what kind of work does Pollock put in to, to make this program as amazing as it is? And you see a little bit of that, or you saw a little bit of that. So can you talk a little bit to the, the, the time and the energy she places in making this program the best it can be. You know, the the way I used to describe Pollock is this is just really a labor of love for her, that she really does love helping other people achieve what she was able to achieve. So I think, you know, the integrity and the value system and the just the passion behind it for her is what really fuels sort of the unfolding of this journey for each person in the program. I think the, the, the best thing you can do is obviously get clear guidance, but it's so easy 
perfectly laid out step-by-step that it really helps to take away all of the overwhelm. So I think the work that she put into really turning it into information that we can absorb and then utilize and move forward. And then the guidance that you get week by week to be able to actually take those steps. I think it's, um, it's invaluable, really like it's priceless because without it, you inevitably will, like I, you know, for a lot of people, it's trouble. It's, it's difficult to make the investment into a mentorship program, especially if they've never done it before, but Inevitably, if you don't, you are probably going to lose that same amount of investment in poor choices, mistakes, or just lack of knowledge if you tried to move move forward on your own. So, um, but I love Pollock's passion. I love that this is a, just literally a joy for her to be able to help others. And I love how clearly she lays out a plan and a strategy that we can follow. Yep. That's what I, I see behind the scenes. So, and she loves working with people. So you couldn't get, you couldn't get anything better, right? Than someone who actually loves what they do. Absolutely. I mean, for anyone, right. To, to find the thing that lights you up. And I think she's found it and loves to share. So I think that is really the key there. I'm going to ask you one more question that I ask everybody who comes on the program, but in the meantime, I would love to ask the people who are joining us here in Zoom, if you have a question to get it ready, either you can put it in the chat or uh, you can raise your hand. I hope I'll be, yeah, you can raise your hand and then I can uh, let you turn your camera on. But I ask people who come on the show, I, I say, can you please fill in the blanks to the sentence? Before the program, I, and now I. I'd love to hear what you would fill those blanks in with. Before the program, I would have sat in a limited mindset that real estate investing was impossible for me. And after the program, I realized that it is completely achievable. And the best thing that you can do to create that that reality is to get education and mentorship 100%. Beautiful. And I just, I love that that was not your intent. And that now, well, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes me laugh. It's so good. <laughs> and in a way that I think people who are with us today, they understand, they, they feel it. They are, I think they're drinking the Kool-Aid too.